Hi everyone, and welcome to the Cure Radio Show. I hope you can join us. It's going to be an excellent radio show. How God heals all. He heals everyone and everything. Believe it or not, it's true. I've lived it. And it's another beautiful day in Miami. And we will start with prayer, as we always do, just in case we don't get cut off. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you will renew the face of the earth. O God, you taught the hearts of the faith of your faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit. Grant that by the gift of the same Spirit, we may be truly wise and always rejoice in his consolation. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we're going to talk about uh, how helpful or not labels can be. Uh, because uh, only God uh, can say who we are and God is our identity so let's see Bobby wants to say hello as he always does wow even with a not so well working mic but hello thank you for joining us we'll soon start again with a song obviously yes well do, do you guys remember that song in your head in your head and I can't sing so, but it went something like that so there's not gonna be song today no but it's gonna be in their head well is it really in your head let's check let's check I I think that it or is it evil forces behind it ah mm. oh, <laughs> but we think it's us right yeah all the time. there's more to it just stick by and let's find out yeah, it's going to be finding out. Mommy. Because if God can cure you, then who does the opposite and damages you? Ah, the opposite of God. That would be evil. Yeah. Yes, true. Absolutely true. But do you know what the first song is? Well, it's going to be a surprise. It's a Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus Do you feel that empty feeling? Cause shame's done all it's stealing And you're desperate for some healing Let me tell you about my Jesus
The Cure with Amy Cabo. Life can bring many difficult situations, domestic violence, addictions, poverty, and even sexual abuse by your loved ones. Welcome, Amy Cabo and The Cure. Good afternoon and welcome to The Cure Radio Show. I'm your host, Amy Cabo, with my partner, amazing partner, well, Boris. Well, today I'm not amazing, got it. <laughs> so because God is merciful and he's yeah. great. Our show is available live on your radio, also through our app, The Cure, on any smartphone, throughout social media, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com, because he is. We broadcast live from Miami through satellite, available on traditional radio and on Sirius XM channel 131 the following day. Also, after the show, any podcast player, we're now reaching approximately 5 million people monthly in Facebook alone. So thank you to all our social media followers and thank you mostly to God. Nothing successful is possible without him, at least in my life. The show was created to expose the truth, educate, and provide comfort. We provide testimonials to let people know that we're not alone. And in this show, the testimony started with me. Though we also have experts and inspirational speakers that could help. Although God was my only cure, we hope we can be there for each other. Life can be challenging, but know this, there is a God who is omnipotent, happens to be our Father, and loves us dearly, so there's always hope. That was that song, My Jesus, by Anna Wilson. Eyes on Christ, there be no boundaries to possibilities. Faith or status, His Word, our religion holy abilities. God, the source of miracles and eternal peace. Joy when our heavenly King we appease. Crosses we bear, He shares our burden and pain. Offer it up and accept it with love, so not in vain. Sweet Holy Mother, who has had her son's ear, pray for us sinners who He holds dear. Save at the hour of death and become our serenity, that we come to know Christ as truest identity. We who obey his precepts and laws we keep to be in his mind the humble and meek. Mercy we seek to preserve the weary and lonely, satisfied by him with desire and pray to be holy. My rock and salvation, evil will fall at his feet. Hail, omnipotent God, nothing can defeat. Today we will be talking about God healing all with our special guest, Lynn Ray. Lynn Ray was diagnosed with depression at age 30 and bipolar at age 35. She has been living with these illnesses since 1991 and has had numerous hospitalizations. Two psychiatrists told her at age 39 she would never work full-time again. She has proven them wrong. She has written two books. The F book, also known as Seven Fs, to Creating Your Fantastic Future, 
teaches you how to, by incorporating these F's, will lead you to a happier, healthier, more joy-filled life. The other book is called My Journey Back to Myself, which depicts her struggles and recovery from bipolar disorder. As an inspirational speaker, she shares with others her coping strategies in living with bipolar disorder and how she learned to be a productive member of society again, thrive, and have a joy-filled life despite the labels she was given. Lynn, welcome to The Cure. So glad to have you with us. Oh, thank you very much, Amy. That was a very kind introduction. You're very welcome. Lynn, I can relate to you in so many different ways, but tell us your story briefly about your bipolar disorder. Okay, well, I was diagnosed with depression at age 30 after months of lying on the couch in bed in tears. And I took antidepressants for four years. When I stopped taking them, I ended up having a breakdown and a year later, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Now, bipolar disorder is characterized by extreme highs and lows. I think we can all relate to depression, even for a day or two. We're sad because a relationship ended. You know, somebody dies or we don't get that job we want. But clinical depression lasts over a period of weeks or months. So that's the depression part of bipolar. Now the highs are called mania or hypomania, where you have extreme mood swings. Mania, you end up getting psychotic, suspicious, and paranoid of everyone and everything around you, and it's not a fun place to be. Um, you have crazy thoughts going through your head. Now, hypomania is a little bit milder form, but in many people, it eventually escalates to the mania, and most people have to be hospitalized when that happens. Or is that bipolar 1 or 2? The hypo would be well, bipolar 2? Bi bipolar, bipolar 1 is when you just have mania. Bipolar 2 is the hypomania. I've had all of it. Okay. I've been manic, hypomanic. I've had rapid cycling in which my mood is up and down several times a day. I don't put myself into a single label. I have bipolar disorder, but I don't just have the mania or hypomania. I've had all of them, <laughs> which is very different than a lot of people. Sounds pretty challenging. And and I can relate in the way that major depression where you stay in bed and you just don't get up from the bed. And, and with me, it was 17 years. I think 14 years of oh custody battles had something to do with it. But, really? uh, and diagnosed also bipolar disorder too. And I think my manias were the breaks from not being deeply depressed. So a little bit of a, yes. of a different <laughs> experience for me. But of course, those labels don't don't apply anymore after having a relationship with God. So how is it for you to, what does it mean to you to be in recovery from bipolar disorder? Well, it means that I don't need to go to support groups anymore. I used to go to a support for depression group. 
I had seven major hospitalizations in 10 years. I would be in the hospital for three weeks and then six weeks of doing a day program at the hospital to learn how to manage the illness. And that that was only a partial answer. For me, being in recovery means being able to work full time, being able to support myself. Nobody knows I have this illness unless I tell them. When people meet me, they would never suspect it. Having it a sound means, mind. Having a yeah, sound having mind. Yeah, having a sound mind. Which is, which is what God gives because of, I was hospitalized also, but you, the psychiatrist, what they taught me was dependency. None of those psychiatrists taught me what God has taught me. And what I God has crazy. taught me took me to a whole new different level. I didn't need medication. Right. I was on seven different medications. I did not need anything. At one point, I was a guinea pig. I, nobody could cure me. Oh, God was definitely the best cure. And the only cure, as a matter of fact. And when I learned God's way, and then well, none of what I had learned from my environment or I had been conditioned to believe didn't matter. None of that mattered. Not my past, not what people thought of me, not what I was conditioned to believe. It, it was a whole new ball game. And when my brother, who was homeless, told me, oh, I... I found God and I don't suffer from depression anymore and I didn't believe him. I said, how is that possible? And I was going through depression, taking many medications. How can you not be depressed being homeless? And no, he found God. And I thought, wow, this is something else, but I'm living it. But anyway, we'll uh, continue talking more uh, about saving, being saved by God, healing by God. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We have to lean the rain as a guest. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. 
That song was redeemed by Big Daddy Weave. Don't trust evil's lie, feeling, thought, or any sensation. The negative and to determine genuine elation. Pray for discernment. We can be easily taken. Never forsaken. He wasn't mistaken. Accounted for by God's providence, true and divine. He allows what is for our good to keep us in line. Failure to do or omission, not part of the deal. Loyal, real, moderate ones needing to heal. We're not of this world, but of his Holy Spirit above. For all pure and good that comes from his love. From his love. Be it joy, savor the moment, triumph or trial. And in our weakness, strength or denial. O oh, sweet Jesus, how we fervently need you always to comfort, guide, protect, and brighten our days. His body, the light dispersing what's wrong, made like you, brave, sound, and strong. We will continue talking about God healing all with Lynn Ray, author of the book, The Seven F's, Creating to creating your fantastic future. As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. Isaiah 66.13 Lynn, at what point in your life did you turn to God for help? Well, God was always a part of my life. I went to church, but the first honest-to-goodness prayer I had was when I was put on antidepressants. I asked God to hold myself and my family together until my daughter was in grade one. And that's when I took the antidepressant for four years, and then I stopped taking them, and I had a breakdown. But I realized right away that God had held myself together until my daughter was in grade one. And I was just in awe when that prayer was answered. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. I absolutely couldn't believe it. Um, that was the real first honest-to-goodness prayer I ever had that I knew for sure was answered. And another one I had, too, was when we put our house up for sale. No one was coming to look at it. And finally I said, oh, okay, God, I need somebody to come and buy our house within a week or I'll forget about selling. Two weeks later, we had a firm offer on our house. And I've just had so many prayers answered. So just God um, reaffirming your prayers shows you that God loves you and he wants you to prosper. He wants what's best for you. And by the way, we can pray to God any given moment. Don't cut yourself short. I used to pray to God when I was high. I prayed to God and talked to God when I was in ketamine infusions. I prayed and talked to God when I was upset or crying. At any given time, you could always turn to God. He's always there. Yep. I, I pray continuously during the day sometimes to God when I'm struggling with something. I say, oh, God, okay, God, show me what am I supposed to be doing right now? What am I supposed to be doing today to serve you? 
and to make my life and other people's lives better. And what do you think God was trying to get you to understand through all this? Well, I I know 100% I had to leave my marriage in order to heal. My husband and I were like oil and water. We just didn't mix. When two people come together, you either grow together or we grow apart. And we grew apart. And I believe the depression happened slowly over a 10-year period. Now, at my first breakdown, the words, the truth shall set you free, were going around and around my head. I couldn't stop thinking them. And I told the nurses and doctors at the hospital. And a couple years later, at my third breakdown, the nurses helped me realize by playing sort of a game that my marriage was a big part of my problem. They kept asking me questions about my family, my volunteer work, my friends, my hobbies, and they told me I had to tell the truth. And this is really God speaking to me, okay? Then they asked me how my marriage was. I hesitated for about three seconds and replied, fine. At that very instant, I could feel something shift or move in my brain right there. And I went, oh, no, I just told a lie. It was God telling me, Lynn, you just lied to yourself. You've been lying to yourself for years. Now this has to stop. And I was very sad because I didn't want to end my marriage. But... I knew in order for me to be a good example for my children, I was going to have to heal myself before I could help them. And at that very moment, I started making plans in my head to leave my marriage. So like I said, the words, the truth shall set you free, were God's way of telling me I wasn't, I was living a lie about something and I had to figure out what it was. And that's when I first started to heal, was when I left my marriage. I could feel the depression lift a tiny bit. And as I backed out of my driveway with my van full of personal belongings, my shoulders completely relaxed. And I just said, thank you, God. That's all I need to know. I am making the right decision. You just affirmed this. At the time, were you getting, feel like that you were getting closer to God? Well, I I think so all along, yes, as more of my prayers were answered. Um, When I was still married, I wrote in my journal one day that if I'm still this miserable from a year from now, I'm going to have to do something about it. I don't know what that something's going to be, but I can't go on like this. And it was almost a year to the day of writing that plea for help that I left my marriage. It's more than our prayers being answered. Is the very is there's so many different ways that God comforts us? Is the mo- so many different ways that He lets us know He's there, and that His love is unconditional, and His mercy undeniable. It's sure. it's it's the way that He shows His face in our experiences and in the people in our lives, and in the way that He blesses us and the graces that come about. It's all the wonderful things about him that gets us through every trial, every tribulation, and any questions that we may have or any doubt. And yes, uh, but we'll continue talking more about God's feeling all with Lynn Ray. 
Stay with us. We'll be right back. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. You're the only answer to the darkness You're the only right among the wrong You're the only hope among the chaos You are the voice that calls me on Louder than every lie My sword in every fight The truth will chase away Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in and being with us. Remember, we're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, on our app, The Cure, the podcast, The Cure, and our website, GodIsTheCure.com. That song was Power. Your name is Power by Rent Collective. No mistake, we were meant to love and be great. Prioritize to do what is right. Be aware of fate. Handle tragedy well. Some will call it denial. Don't know how he gets us through trial. Commit all the way. No have measures or don't bother pretending. No one knows better than the Father. Owns heaven and earth, what's in it, he rules more precious than diamonds or jewels. We will not be moved when keeping God by our side, darkness dispersed to who rise to love and abide. No plague or evil if God is our dwelling place. Angels protect those rejoicing in grace. Lord, open our minds, don't delay that you we praise. Look upon sacrifices of righteousness, fill our days. The Lord of hosts, our King and God, we cry out, God of Jacob, let us be his keeper, devout. We will continue talking about God healing all with Lynn Ray, author of the F book, Seven Fs, to creating your fantastic future. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Isaiah 41, 10. Lynn, what are the fruits of the Spirit and how can they help when people are going through problems? Uh, The fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I had these written on a piece of paper one day, and I realized I was lacking in patience, humility, and self-control the most. And I started repeating (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I started repeating the words in my head. Thank you for teaching me humility and patience. And those words would not go away from my head. And I learned patience in this very odd way. I've been talking to a man, this is twenty years ago on some dating site. And he never wanted to meet because he lived like three hours away from me. And then finally one day, I'm like, oh, my goodness, he's here to teach me patience. And then it no longer mattered to me when we met or even if we met. We used to just send an email to each other once a week talking about our lives. He was a teacher. I worked in an office. We'd talk about our kids, our families. Excuse me. Well, and um, as soon as that happened, like I said, those words disappeared from my head. It's like God will put these words into my head until I learn the lesson I needed to learn. Well, it's funny. Things should be that the enemy will produce frustrating situations. And so I always say, God, thank you for my patience. And he does. You're letting him know that you believe he will give it to you. And you're telling him thank you in advance. And uh, that that's a very great way of learning patience. Because whether it be on the street, with your family, with your friends, with work, with just things that happen throughout the day. And you'll ma- it's incredible how God comes through every time and you're patient and you do learn patience in the same way that you did with your friend. But these labels, they can be very um, effective uh, when people get us to believe certain things that may not be true. So can people overcome these troubles or do they need a mentor? Um, even today when I'm losing patience, I find that's when I get amber lights when I'm driving. It's like the amber lights are to slow me down and teach me to be a little bit more patient. But yes, I think as well as God, it's great if we can have a mentor in our lives. And I believe God sent me one about 20 years ago. I met a man just by chance. We, well, we've never met in person or talked on the phone. We just started emailing by chance. And he would give me a lot of good um, suggestions with a bit of religion thrown in when I wrote to him complaining about my life. (laughs) And one day I was having a lot of anxiety. I called my doctor and I said, I've got three strikes against me. I've got nothing meaningful to do during the day. I'm deeply in debt and I didn't have a boyfriend. And my doctor wanted me to take a pill for anxiety. And I sent an email to my mentor with very same problems. And he said, Lynn, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Get out of the house and talk to people. Um, Ask God what you should do. Thank God for giving you an old car that at least you couldn't drive 
you know, some Be people don't even what have, you have cars. Instead of focusing on what you don't have. I have. <laughs> That's right. Yes. He is telling me, be thankful for what I have. And that very day, I went to a mental health drop-in center and started talking about my, how I learned to manage bipolar disorder. And fast forward, I did 100 talks in two years at different mental health places, Rotary clubs. I've spoken at a couple universities. And this man was the catalyst for that. He, yeah, I, I I believe he's an angel from yeah. God. Well, God placed him. God placed him in your path. Uh, God has many different ways of helping, and that was definitely a way that He helped. And but the God helps us overcome anything. And if people only knew that, and it starts with prioritizing what's right, and doing what you think would please Him, and doing what you know sh you should do according to His Word, following His will. And your life will fall into place. And not only that, you'll feel better about yourself. And when you feel better about yourself, your confidence grows. And then you realize that you can do anything through Christ who strengthens you. What about prayer? Can you live without it? And is there oh, a special way to pray? I pray every day. Before I get up in the morning, I ask God how he wants me to serve him today. If there are specific things I need to do, I'll pray that he is with me during a meeting while I'm having a difficult conversation with somebody. And I've noticed it's really helped. I'm on a board of directors for something. And if I pray before our meeting, I find the meeting goes much smoother. There isn't as much conflict. You know, like the first year I wasn't really praying before the meeting, and for the last year I have been, and I commented to my minister recently that our meetings are going so much better, and I see a change in the people. Maybe it's me that's changed. I don't know. People, well, but, it's not just that. It's true. God makes people so much nicer. <laughs> Even people <laughs> that are not likely to be nice become nice, and I've been shocked. I have this, you know, routine of <laughs> prayer that if if I skip some of them for whatever reason, life gets in the way, what have you, you just have to revolve your life around God. But if you let life get in the way, and there's some of these prayers I didn't say, oh, wow, do I notice a huge difference? Goodness gracious, it's a lot more challenging. I handle things so much better when I pray. And everything, it just got to works out. He takes care of you so well. Even if you are out of routine, he still gives you perfect timing. He still allows for things to happen, even time with people that you love and spending time with them and doing what's right. And he gives you great ideas. He makes you think great. And it's amazing how, how he just touches people's hearts and how he places good situations and opportunities and people in your path, just as he did your mentor. That's right. And so praise be to God, hallelujah, all the glory to him, and that we may always surround our life around him, no matter what, everything can come second. Yes, so first is God, and he heals us all and from everything. We'll continue talking more about that with Lean Rain. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. We will be right back with Amy Cavill and The Cure. Love you, Lord, for your mercy never 
tuning in. We're live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern on your radio, on our app, The Cure, and social media. Look for God is the Cure. Yeah, or busy. Later the show will be available as a podcast. Just search for The Cure with Amy Cabo and the podcast will be there. That awesome song was the goodness of God. Difficult as it may be, worth it when we do not sin the most incredible incredible grace, having God within, in place of who we are, his spirit at work. Evil, evil prowls with no chance but to lurk, hoping for weak moments, but Christ is that wall. No harm can get through, no longer we fall. Still confess for wrongs we don't know. Don't forget, otherwise do we grow. Having him near, hard to resist such glorious ways. Live to serve you, almighty God, king of our days. Few not there, most won't make it through. Love of God, our mind has been on you. Since before existence, handpicked to his loving care. Never to destroy or even touch a strand of our hair make good our wrongs, picked up all the time. He didn't fumble when said, you are mine. We will continue talking about God healing all and prospering with Lynn Ray, author of the book, Seven F's to Creating Your Fantastic Future. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6-8 
six through seven. Lynn, tell us about your book. What are the seven Fs? Okay. When I was talking a few years ago, I realized there were seven words, all starting with the letter F, that led to my recovery from bipolar disorder. Those words are family, friends, fun, fitness, fulfillment, finances, and faith. And I leave faith until the end because, to me, it is the absolute most important thing. If I did not have faith that there were better times ahead, I would not be here today. Amen. Um, so, like I said, I realized all these things contributed to my recovery. So I wrote a speech based on these seven Fs, and then I thought, wow, that's an outline for a book. <laughs> So I, I wrote a book. I went to an editor. She told me how to make my book better. I did a lot of research on each app. And then it just kind of sat there because I was working full time. I didn't have time to pursue public speaking anymore. And then this year, I decided it was the year I was going to go through it and self-publish it professionally with the help of somebody. So this is my book. It's called, where am I going here? The F book. <laughs> yes. There, there it is. The F book. The F book. Got it. Uh, I, love what, I, I love what you say, say uh, the faith being the grand finale. And I love that. It's true. But it also starts with faith. Everything else falls it into does, place. Yeah. It does start with faith. And faith will get you through anything. It does move mountains. Oh, yes, I've seen it happen. So, uh, oh, not literally a mountain. <laughs> well, the miracles is what I'm talking about. There's miracles every day. Yes. But we just don't realize them and some we're not even aware of. It's okay. God's still there and he forgives us anyway. Uh, so, uh, that, that's, uh, those are the F's that got you through. And um, what, what was it that may have been an obstacle or held you back? How damaging is labeling? Oh, well, many people like wear a label like a badge of honor or something. I don't <laughs> care about labels. Just throw the label I don't know away. how honorable it is, to be honest. <laughs> no, it, it's not to me. You just do what you have to do to get better. What I needed to learn how to do was have a lot of fun again. I needed to incorporate fun into my life. I did that by meeting people my own age, and we went dancing, we went whitewater rafting, we went camping, we went horseback riding. Like I said, in order to rewire my brain and get everything working well again, I needed to incorporate a lot of fun into my life. And I needed to have something meaningful to do. Like when I was 39, two psychiatrists told me I'd never work full-time again. I've been working full-time for 14 years now, six years running my own virtual assistant business. Wow. 
And now I'm transitioning again this year to inspirational speaker and success coach. And, and it's incredible that you, you found a way to incorporate fun. And to me, humor is fun. That's that's my fun. I have yeah. a lot of fun with humor. Farming. Farming. Oh yeah, farming is great because you 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 do a lot of work, and you know work gets you a long way. And you know that I realize the people that live the longest over a hundred years they're all farmers. There you are. And I grew up on a farm. God yeah. said, I will give you a long life. <laughs> and those are the people that are having long lives, the people that work the most, the okay. farmers. Next book is F. Yeah. So, you know what I do? I make my days really busy. I work all day, and I'm busy all day, and oh, thank God, I don't go through depressions. My dog died yesterday. And for even smaller things, I would get extremely depressed. Everything affected me. And with God, wow, incredible. How just about nothing affects me or very little uh and that's amazing grace so that's another way that that faith uh plays a part uh and and faith can get us through anything i guess the 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 faith from this really but aren't they aren't label stigmas (laughs) i mean don't don't they make you feel a certain way or get people to view you in a certain way yeah how do we fight that well big Big Pharma wants us all to have a label and take a pill for everything, sure, right? Sure, yeah, the cure-all, right? You know, when <laughs> the real answer is God and prayer exactly. and faith. <laughs> right, because uh, the pill and therapies and, I mean, that's just a Band-Aid. Unless you're going through that's a Christian right. counselor or psychiatrist where they teach you strength and perseverance and hope and leaving the past behind and, and realizing that you're loved and forgiven and redeemed and all the good things that are to help you overcome things. Um, you know, that that's just a, a temporary band-aid. And for some time, we, we might find it helpful, but it doesn't last forever. Only God is forever and only God is real and only he makes things really work out. And you find God by looking within and asking what you're supposed to be doing with your life to serve God. And those are the great last words since we've come to the end of the show. Once again, it's never enough time, Lynn. You've been such a wonderful guest. Thank you for being on the show. And it's been a pleasure to have you with us. And thank you for all you do and for being you. Thank you for inviting me, Amy. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, and God bless. And that beep is too much carbon dioxide in our house now that we have a sensor. (laughs) So we'll finish with the prayer. Heavenly Father, that's when you laugh too much. That's what happens. Heavenly Father, please grant me the will to face every day with courage and still bravery in my heart so that I may continue to move forward in your name. Though I may feel lost and discouraged, I know everything is possible with you on my side. Allow me the grace to stumble, for I know your outstretched outstretched hand will be reaching out as I get back up. You are the ultimate courage, and I need to face my demons. And I know each day passes by, things will become easier with you watching on the horizon. I will lift all my worries to you. Amen. And if they don't become easier, 
because as you get closer, they get harder. They get more difficult. Uh, you handle them better. So in that sense, it's easier that you're handling them better. But life doesn't get easier. It may get harder. And that's okay if you have God. Thank you to the wonderful people for being with us and having us in the air. My producer is hurrying me. Yes. Please check out Robbie Dilmer's no, show. No, it's hurrying you, actually. We have to more time. Oh, okay. The Christian Car Guy, Kingdom Pursuit. Oh, I love that guy. He's awesome. He's pretty funny. Love that. He's got great guests. Great topics, too. By the way, this is Amy Cabo. You have been listening to The Cure. Yes, with Amy Cabo. And also check the podcast, The Cure with Amy Cabo, whatever podcasts are. Please subscribe if you like it. Um, Like the podcast. And thank you to our listeners for being with us. But until next Saturday, much love. Give it your best. Be as kind as possible to yourself and to others. True in every situation. Keep your values. Don't lose hope. But most importantly, keep the faith. And God's peace be with you. listening to The Cure with Amy Cabo. For more information or to get Amy's book, Love is the Answer, God is the Cure, or to listen to the podcasts of previous shows, visit GodIsTheCure.com.